0: You're listening to Femcanic Garage, the podcast that features women in the automotive and motorsports industries, a community that elevates, empowers, and evolves by smashing stereotypes and breaking down barriers for women. I'm your host, Jamie Blossman. Buckle up for the ride, Femcanics. Hello, hello, hello! This is the first episode ever of Femcanny Garage. I am Jamie Blossman, and I will be your host every week. Thanks for taking a ride with me. It's just you and me today. On today's episode, I'm going to share my vision, tell you a little bit about myself, and give you a sneak peek into episode two. Here's what you can expect: at least three episodes per month featuring women that are full-time in the automotive or motorsports industry. I'll also invite serious hobbyists into the driver's seat. In these interviews, I will ask questions that will range from their early journey, what and who influenced them, what challenges they have faced, what triumphs they have experienced, in addition to many other questions. You'll get tips and resources on how to further your development and understanding on all things automotive and motorsports. There will also be solo episodes weaved into the schedule. On the solo episodes, I'll dive deeper into topics that are relevant to women in the industry, such as how can you get started in the industry, how to grow and build your business and network, where to find resources, Build a deeper understanding around motorsports scoring. I will be sourcing most of my questions from Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you have questions, hit me up. I will be sure to include them. So a little bit about me. I'm originally from Northeast Ohio, born and raised. I moved down to Columbus, Ohio, where I currently live and work. I attended the Ohio State University and got my bachelor's degree in consumer affairs. And I started off in direct marketing. I moved uh, into a role with Morgan Stanley. I got my series seven and series 66, could trade stocks, bonds, mutual funds. Moved over to Huntington and then a friend of mine that went from Huntington to Safelite Autoglass recruited me to Safelite Autoglass Back to my roots in the automotive world. What is my automotive journey? I guess it's kind of in my DNA. My mom's dad, my grandpa, owned a Sohio service station. Some of my fondest memories from when I was young was really circled around cars. I loved going to swap meets. I loved getting dirty. I loved the way they look. And I love the way I feel when I'm going fast. Some people wanna jump out of airplanes for a rush. I just wanna drive 200 miles an hour. Everyone gets their rush in different ways and that's mine, the thrill of it. To be honest, I wish we could capture the smell of gas and burnt tires and use that as a perfume. That would be fabulous. I would really love that. It started when I was about six years old Uh, My mom has a, had and still has, a 1973 GTO. I guess having a lead foot runs in the family. At one point in time, we've all run into, if we got one more speeding ticket, we would lose our license. My mom had a 400 engine in her GTO. While racing, she blew that engine up. My stepdad went ahead and built her a new engine. That engine was a 455. And when they were rebuilding that engine is when I got my hands dirty, figuratively, and literally. I was six years old, and I was cleaning car parts or engine parts in gasoline. That ended up getting rebuilt. Boy, that thing can scream. It is a heavy, heavy car. Probably not the best-looking car, but boy, was it fun. When my brother and I were little and we go flying around those turns... The good old vinyl seats, and this is pre-car seats, so we would literally just slide back and forth in the back seat and just have a blast. Sometimes it's just the little things. (laughs) I cannot tell you how many pink outfits I somewhat purposely ruined cleaning car parts. I'd go putzing around that old goat farm that had wall-to-wall cars and car parts, and I was in heaven. I also got to enjoy the trips to swap meets. Stepdad had this huge box truck. There's only two seats in it and they had this giant tractor tire in the back and I remember on the way there and from the swap meet that I got to sit in the giant tire tractor. I thought that was super cool and there's some holes in the roof of that box truck so when it rained it also rained inside of the box truck which I thought was pretty cool as well. But I ended up Having multiple conversations when I got older with my mom and my stepdad, he had a 70.5 Camaro that was a multi-year national record holder car for the quarter mile drag racing. It had a 301 E-modified in it. It pushed around approximately 500 horsepower. Now, when we would go to swap meets, I would do simulations for the light trees for drag racing and on multiple occasions I would beat grown men at this and some professionals at it so it gave my stepdad the idea of me becoming a drag racer my mom wasn't too keen on it but if you think about it if you want to drop weight in a car what better way than to get a lighter driver that's just as competent (laughs) So now when we see Danica Patrick and other drag racers like uh, Brittany Force, like, could have made good money, Mom. Could have made good money. <laughs> that didn't end up panning out. He still has the car. Maybe I'll be able to get a picture of it up sometime so that you can see it. Cool, cool car. Once I got out of that, I went off to college. I got sidetracked with college a little bit, but it didn't take long. At 19 years old, um, I actually went to college when I was 17, and I started making some pretty good money when I was doing sales. I wanted to buy my own car. So, I found a 1967 GTO convertible that was in Texas, and my stepdad and I drove from Ohio to Texas in May in his Dodge pickup truck that had no ACs, no AC and vinyl seats. It was pretty sticky and gross would not trade the trip for anything. Went and picked it up, brought it back. If you go to femcanic.com, you can see a lot of the pictures of the GTO and how it progressed. And put a 455 in it. I did, it was kind of like an apprenticeship. I did all the work. My stepdad would show me how to do it and then literally put the TIG welder in my hand and say, your turn. Uh, When we'd rebuild the engine. He, I would do one part, he would do one part uh, as we went through it. One of the coolest experiences I've ever had. Sandblasting sucks ass. I I love doing it. It's a love-hate relationship. I love it and hate it. I love the result I get. I hate it because that sand gets in every cracking crevice in your body possible. And it just sucks. At the end of the day, it was totally worth it. Did a frame-off restoration on the 67 GTO. I had the engine rebuilt, the transmission rebuilt, everything was done. The car was sitting in primer. Actually had to cut a dash off of a loner car, which was a Le Mans, and because I needed all the rust, it was completely rusty around the windshield, and had to cut out a new one uh, from an old one and actually put in a new one. I did not do the body work on it. I did take it somewhere to do the body work, but a lot of the welding for the frame, mechanical work, um, we did that ourselves. I ended up selling the GTO. One day I hope to find it again and buy it. Did sell it, got my adulting on, had two amazing and beautiful children, Jaden and Jordan. They're now 11 and 8. They are my heart. Later on, I ended up buying a 1959 TR3. Roadster Triumph. Just had too much going on and kind of lost interest in it because I think I'm a diehard muscle car girl. And I also like my rice burners. I had a RSX Type S. That that was a fun car, man. I loved that car too. Uh, so it's not just the old school muscle cars. I, I think I just like power in general and speed in general. Ended up uh, selling the Triumph. We have a passion project right now. My partner our passion project right now is a 1965 Cona line van. What a great van to take to swap meets that I can fit lots of parts in. <laughs> um, it's called Chinita. It's Spanish for Little Orange. You can go check that out as well. It's a cool, cool van. My main goal of Canic Garage is really to inspire women, promote women, feature women. And even if a woman does not want to get into the automotive or motorsports industry maybe just spark enough curiosity to explore it a little bit to have this deep admiration or admiration period for women who are in it there's something about being able to work on a car one day be head to toe grease and stinky and you can turn around and embrace your femininity, and put on the dress, or put on the suit, there's just something really cool about that. And busting through a lot of the stereotypes. Busting through the stereotypes and breaking down barriers. I'm not sure how my life would have ended up if it really felt like it was an option to go into the automotive and motorsports industry. Lord knows there's been women that's done it, way before their time, and way before it was accepted. And we're still working through a lot of that. But it just, I guess it just never entered my mind. I knew I loved it, but just didn't quite go there. And maybe we can make a change where it just becomes a commonplace conversation for girls and young ladies as they explore their future careers. Well, femcanics. I am honored to be your host and to continue this exploration. Our next episode, you'll hear from a badass girl that was featured on the All Girls Garage. She works for Safelight Auto Glass, she's a store manager, and she will be sharing her journey in the automotive industry and tips, tricks, and insights in the world of automotive glass. That uh, All Girls Garage episode will air on May 11th, 2019, where you'll get to see Sierra in that episode. So there it is, guys. First episode in the books. Thanks for taking a ride with me, and I look forward to the future episodes and hopefully learning from many of you. Thanks for listening to the Femcanic Garage Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Femcanic Garage. Check out our website, FemcanicGarage.com, for swag and the transcribes for each episode. If you want to help grow this community, do me a favor and subscribe, rate, review, and most importantly, share this podcast. Spread the word. This is Jamie B. signing off. Are you a femme-canic?